It's time for another Game Day, hosted by Flames Nation and Barn Burner at Greta Bar YYC. Join the crew at our favorite Game Day watch party spot, Greta Bar YYC, Saturday, March 23rd to watch Calgary take on Vancouver. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10. Good food, good prizes, and a guaranteed good time. This event is brought to you by McLeod Law LLP and Village Honda. Get your tickets at nationgear.ca before they sell out. Uh, how we doing, everybody? Uh, welcome to the program. It's uh, it's Boomer and uh, Warner here on a Thursday. It's Barn Burner. Good to have everybody along. Good to see you. Good to see you. How we doing? Uh, no Ryan Pinder today. He is uh, continuing to uh, uh, hang out with Duffman down in California. Duff beer for me. Duff beer for you. Well, look tired. I'm concerned about you. What's going on? I'm sleepy. Really sleepy. I Are should you? be better. I had the sniffles. I should be better by now. Are you Are you getting enough sleep? Are you going to bed when you should? Are you getting up when you should? I could have kept sleeping. I get up at 6.30. Mm-hmm. But I went to bed at just after 10, maybe 10.30. So, I mean, that should yeah. cover it. What do you usually get? What's, uh, what's your sweet spot? That's probably my sweet spot. Right there, hey? Yeah. Who was it? The all oh, was, wasn't it... Uh... Hinjin Ryu or one of the Jays pitchers that oh, needed yeah, his solid, or... needed his 14. Yeah. Just, he didn't quite get his 14 hours a night. So he wasn't quite, uh, just wasn't quite feeling it. Listen, don't underestimate how important sleep is, but 14 is, seems heavy. Yeah. I'm not going to, especially with you, I'm not going to get into the sleep uh, conversation because I know you very much believe in the value of sleep. 14's over. My math's not great. Over half the day. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Um, now, are you jealous? Of you being, of you not no, feeling no, not good? not me. Of Hinjin. <laughs> no, it's too much. <clears throat> too much. You love to sleep. I do, but on a regular basis. You're not right? good. It's, it's weird. You're good at it, but not good at it. I, I was no good at it last night. Uh-huh. it's it's you know what it is and, and not to even kind of you know joke about it i i need we do the better help read every day i need some better help because i'll wake up no matter when in the middle of the night and my brain will be like oh you're fucked oh go back to sleep just don't 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 do anything nothing's happening here look away like, uh puppies puppies and rainbows puppies and rainbows don't think of it <sighs> i thought of it i'm thought screwed on it thought about it well now i'm up well now what am i gonna do i guess i can you get go that and... jolt of like adrenaline it's almost like a fear thing it's like you, i it's like a wave of, through of of like adrenaline. through your chest <sighs> oh gee, oh geez okay and then try and figure out why you're why you're wound up can't i can it. get wound up a lot of stuff in the middle of the night yeah it's amazing yeah it's really great yeah <laughs> Do you want some breaking news? Is, I'm, you know what? This is gonna. I'm gonna give Jack the heads up. I just put a couple of things. One, you'll know which one to start with. Uh, but some breaking news. We don't have a breaking news splitter, but we do have breaking news. Um, what do I have here for? Well, the thing is, I can't hear it. Of course, we've got the. Oh my god! 
We've got that. Um, what is this one? Kind of a sad. Oh, well, then that we don't, I definitely don't want to play that before. Well, that's spacey, like okay, so that'll that can be flames breaking news. They, of course, are flying today, they are off to Toronto to take on the uh, the Maple Leafs, center of the universe, Toronto, Ottawa. Then Montreal. A couple days in between that Ottawa and Montreal game, I noticed. Where do you Shea think they're Paris. spending those days? At the Shea. The Shea Paris? Mm-hmm. Well, that's... How would you attack that one at the old Shea Paris? Would it matter if you're coming off losses or wins or... If you're losing, you have to do it because we got we got to rally. we got to... Yeah, yeah. Get, bring come together as a group and if you're winning we got to celebrate boys we're playing well let's go yeah that's right always an angle i like it i like it um do you see it there uh jackie boy it's probably hard here's the thing we do jack gets the show all ready and then something we throw a curveball and then he's got a real I, I do see it now i just uh i was making your bet way so oh you also oh, you weren't even listening to me yes son of a bitch I, I got. Get, I get the Betway ad, Betway stuff in too late, and then he's making that. It's make no mistake about it. It's my fault. Anyway, no, enough. Uh, are, are you dying of uh, anticipation? Can you push the button again because I think you need to. All right. Okay. So some breaking news. Uh, the old barn burner. Take a look here, Rhett. Are you excited? Shut the front door. It is a tweet from the Calgary Flames official Twitter account. It's a, or X account. It says, "Awoo." The Flames have recalled Dustin Wolf from the AHL Haranglers. Look at Wolfie. So, what's going on, do you think? Someone hurt? I don't know. It's a road trip. Maybe, I, I mean, you don't usually take an extra goalie on a road trip negotiations being had with other teams for other goals i wonder if maybe there's a you know maybe we've got the framework of a deal here can't be caught with our pants down better have an extra goalie in case i don't know it seems huh it seems to send a clear signal that something's going on it feels like something's going on yeah did you get that Markstrom deal done in Buffalo? Is that are you holding out? I've been on working us? my ass off, people. Like you yeah. wonder why I'm sick and got the sniffles and tired of getting <laughs> staying I'm getting eight hours of sleep. I've been down at the rink trying to make things happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh the meanwhile, <laughs> I th- thank you, Justin. A, a boomer bomb. It's really not a boomer bomb. It can't be a boomer bomb when it's when the news is five minutes old <laughs> and has already been released by the team and everybody else has it retweeted 800 times yeah boomers rumors uh now in addition to that the wranglers they're not going to be shorthanded they've made a a corresponding move i guess you could say they've called up connor murphy from rapid city of the east coast league so it doesn't is it an emergency type thing these things can happen you know rapid city is where manitoba i don't even know you can fly them into calgary and back or whatever you need to do but it does make your uh it gives you some of these. The radar starts to go up. This is my radar. Do 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 do. That's my my moves. Is Rapid City in South Dakota? Is that Sioux City? Rapid City? Yeah, you know what? Rapid City is somewhere in there. There is a Rapid City, Manitoba. 
It's just North I'm Granite. I'm not convinced that the Flames East Coast League team is in Manitoba. You're going to have to sell me. I'm not trying to convince you, yeah. I'm not trying to convince you, but, you know. That is deep, though, the fact that the Wranglers also called someone up. This is what I'm thinking, right? Imminent. Or a bunch of bullshit. Or nothing. <laughs> and there's, there's... I remember what... Or we've made promises to Dustin Wolf and said we're going to get you some games and... You're welcome. Yeah, there you're you welcome. Go. There you go. There you go. Um, and I think the team's playing well. And if I bring Wolf in, what's going to look like? Can I ride with this kid? Mm -hmm. Are we just as good with him as without? Can I make uh, these moves? I got to know sure. these facts. My name's Craig Conroy. That's right. I'm just dilly dally about. We'll get Conroy on the blower here and figure some shit out so yeah dustin wolf called up by the team anything happens here d during the old show during the program we'll have uh, the breaking news for Let's you see if he's on the plane is the big question but how much can like how much breaking news can you handle for one podcast That's i don't want to get everybody off like I mean, you're said, jittery enough as it is right i can't sleep again if you could do it there's more today is what thursday it was earlier this week i think it was for uh crown royal we gave a little salute for uh or, or maybe it was finning that's what it was it was for finning cat our i dig it segment uh we had this uh, we had a clip and we're going to play it here for you um it was this clip from late last week on one of our sister podcasts and i said you know what get out there speak your mind own it and i dig it here was that clip from earlier this week do that he should be getting mauled by a team and he should be getting accosted by the entire maple leafs roster instead he's going by their bench doing a bit of this look at them all look at fucking looking at look at their captain looking at his feet looking at his feet he's chirping off they should be all standing on their feet kicking the boards they're all sitting there like there's a freaking delay of game or the sh kids are shoveling the ice or something they should be chomping at the bit to kill that guy does this team give a shit about each other together they're garbage until they start playing for each other and giving a shit about the jersey that they're wearing that goes back to world war one because that's sickening watching a guy snap his leg in half and then the guy the perpetrator the dirtiest rat in the league that everyone hates to play against come over and do whatever he said whatever he's saying to the bench and everyone just looks at their goddamn skates i hate seeing that with a team i care about it's embarrassing Everybody looking at their goddamn skates. Atta boy, Jay Rosehill. Jay Rosehill, our guest here on Barn Burner. I love it. The, looking at their goddamn skates. Did they give a shit? I, lo I love it. Getting to sound a little old manish there. Jeez, I haven't heard that. <laughs> you goddamn wow. kids, get off my lawn. You and your goddamn rap music. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, well, thanks for coming on, man. It's it's been too long. We did this whole friggin' thing last year. We didn't get you. I don't think we had you on once. So uh, we appreciate you for coming on today. Leafs and Flames coming up tomorrow night. Um, but I, I don't I don't want to get too. We'll, we'll get into the hockey here. How's life? Because I think people that watch Leafs Morning Take, you're doing Leafs Morning Take. It's like, oh, here's you know Alberta's in Toronto and Rose Hill's in Toronto. Except Rose Hill isn't in Toronto. Where it, where is home for you? I'm just north of you boys. I'm in yeah. Olds, Alberta. So yeah, it's uh, it's not hard with technology these days. You jump on these things, and all of a sudden, I find myself in the media world, and we're breaking down some things. It's uh, it's been fun, but um, nice to have you guys on board the Nation Network as well. And uh, things are going good. 
so how does it work if you play for the Grizzlies or something? You don't get to leave. It's like uh, <laughs> some kind of a Stockholm syndrome. They don't ever let you out or what's going on up there? Oh, I don't know. The plan was always to come home. The people here are too good. My whole family's here, everyone I knew. And I did play for the Grizzlies. So I finished high school here. I played junior here. I'm not one of those guys that took off at 14 and don't really have a home base. So, you know, it was always the plan to come back to Olds here and set up shop, raise a family. But, uh, when winter rolls around, sometimes I question my my choices. Well, hey, honest, honest yeah. question. I played in Saskatoon where I grew up, and you did. You saw guys come in. They had to get billets, uproot their lives, and a lot of them got lost, to be honest with you. Not everyone. You get a good billet family sometimes, and it works out great. But the, uh, how big a benefit and how big a concern? I mean, you got kids that are growing up. Would you have comments or thoughts on that? Like you said, you got to stay home. And I, I think it was great. I've still got my friends that I went to elementary school with. Yeah, big time. I mean, I, I was playing with people and especially when you get to the tail end of your career and you're, you got guys in the same boat, like what's the plan the next handful of years. And I mean, I knew guys that, you know, say you go to play Notre Dame when you're 14 years old and you leave, you leave your home and, they don't have that core group of people. Like they decide like, where do I go this summer to train? It's kind of, they're just floating. And, you know, you talk to those guys at the end of their career and it's like, well, I married this girl and she's from Columbus and I don't know, her dad's friend might have a job and you're just floating, man. You have no home base. And I was always like, no wonder guys get depressed when they retire and they don't have a clue what their identity is because they don't have that. And I was lucky to have you know, a hometown where I, like I said, I played junior, I played with my brother here. All my friends are here. It's a great group of people. And, you know, people are always moving back to olds who grew up here. People leave for a little bit and they always make their way back and just a good place to raise family. I like the people and yeah, I, the weather's shit, but what are you going to do about that? Well, Warner, you may or may not, uh, he, uh, American wife, ah, we can go South of the border. Just pick a spot. Where, where yeah. are we going? Where are we going to go? Buffalo. So <laughs> You know, gorgeous, yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. <laughs> That's what you said, though. Good people, you gotta That's go right. with people. good people. That's good people. So, I don't know, so if, I don't know if I fit in in Monaco. That's right. No, you're not really not uh, no. the yacht. No, no yeah, you're sure. out there with your Lund fishing boat and your Minnesota trolling motor. When I started, yeah. I didn't fit in even when I was popular. So, to be down there and nobody know you, it's even worse. So I was down in Nashville a month or two ago and, you know, the people in the South and the weather and the mentality and everyone's getting along. There's no real division of anything. Oh man, that was, uh, that was tempting. That was one of the first times I started to think about my choices, but, uh, lots of good places down there. Lots of good places up here. So Jay and Nick Alberga do Leafs morning take on the nation network and a new podcast just started with Pinder of all people. Yeah. You're going to regret this. I'm, I'm telling you, because once he's six year, his friggin' fangs into you, he's a fucker to get rid of uh, the yeah. department of discipline. Have I got that right. That you're into what episode right. two or three now, right? Yeah, I think we've got three, four in the can. We've been clipping yeah. along here. We're just getting the content rolling out. It's it's once a week. And yeah, it's under the Hockey Fights moniker. Um, you know, they've got a good following. We know who those people are. We're, you know, I'm one of them. Uh, those people, you know, you can't always go to the normal sources of information and media to get what you actually want because it's so sugar-coated and bleached down and, you know, you're not getting the real story. You're getting the the straddle the line story and they can't say this and that. So we said, well, what the hell? Why don't we break down some 
cultural stuff, some some controversial stuff, get into the thick of it and say what we really think about things going on in the hockey world. So that's our aim, and that's what we've been doing so far, and it's uh, it's been fun. I'm, I'm concerned about this Pinder guy. I don't know if uh, it's going to work out with him. You guys pawned him off on me. You must be trying to get rid of him. But, uh, oh, I didn't, no, no, it it's not, no, no, not at all. No, no, nothing to see here. Just keep moving on. Just keep moving. Well, you know what? And the thing I like about – and I don't know about you guys, but when we started coming from radio, it was a little different because, you, you, like you say, you can't swear and you kind of got to toe the line. And then it was kind of, okay, well, the, the shackles are off. We can swear and say whatever we want. And then we kind of almost came back to where we were in the first place. Or instead of saying the F word, we just end up saying F this or F that, you know, that sort of thing. It just becomes, uh, you just you find that comfortable spot, your landing spot where you're going to be anyway. But I think that the people that watch and listen, have an appreciation or I think maybe there's a belief that what they're hearing and seeing is more real than what they might be getting from mainstream media where the opinions can be legit. And I think that Rhett's thing on the radio, why people liked him was he was kind of a straight shooter and now you could really be a, a straight shooter. So I think that's, it's that genuine aspect of what it is that you guys do that can draw the crowd. Yeah, I think so. I mean, this day and age, everyone's tiptoeing so hard and I don't know if they're trying not to get canceled or what, but those big companies and all their advertisers, I mean, they can't really be honest about things and you're just getting the whitewashed version of it. And people are tired of that, especially hockey fans. You know, so many people are cut from the same cloth. They talk about stuff on their own time, whether it's at the water cooler or, you know, playing beer league or BSing with their friends and there's stuff they talk about and you can't get any honest information about it. It's bullshit. So, you know, me and Pinder decide to jump into it, say what we think might ruffle some feathers or, you know, piss some people off, but who really cares at the end of the day, they're, they're, they're people getting their feelings hurt is not the worst thing in the world. And I feel like we're not the only people who, uh, who think that way. Night uh, whitewashing. You're not whitewashing with the Leafs there. Do you see issues with that squad and their response to Marchand and how they're playing? Oh yeah, there is, there is issues. No question about it. I mean, it's no question. They got the firepower. They got some big offensive pieces that are talented and flashy and you can look at a highlight reel of them and it looks fantastic, but there's some pretty big holes on the back end. I mean, they're injured right now, so that certainly doesn't help. They got three guys they could certainly use that are, that are watching right now, but just from a team mentality on, you know, you look every year at what it takes to win in the playoffs and the big tough defensemen and hard to play against. And then certainly, you know, uh, you know, a team first mentality where players stand up for each other and care about each other. And they're all on the same page. And this Maple Leafs team is having trouble finding it. Um, I don't think it's a lost cause yet, but they certainly got to figure out their back end. I mean, last night, a game that they could win and they just get picked apart in their D zone and, and end up getting smoked. So they got a ways to go for sure. Sky's not falling like people like to think it is every, every loss in Toronto, but they got some work to do. What's interesting about kind of that, the, the rant, if you want to call it that, that you went on, but it's, I, you would have been a lot of fans frustrated. And I guarantee you at the top of the list, somewhere at Scotiabank Arena, it'd be Brad Treliving because he, just knowing him from here, he values a little bit of stink in your game. That's why you go out and get Ryan Reeves. And there's a bit of that in Bertuzzi's game. And there's certainly some of that in Domi's game. Those guys were all brought in by him by design to have a similar type of a response it drove fans crazy you i know it drove him crazy yeah for sure it's a bad look i mean you name a team that wins stanley cups who who aren't there for each other at the drop of a hat it's like all their personal identities go away and they're they're just they're just this one melted thing of this this team and they go they just go through walls for each other and 
that look there against Boston was just embarrassing. I mean, one of the cheaper players in the league, you can put together a highlight reel of him, you know, straddling the line, crossing the line, doing little things to maybe it's not that he's really good at doing things that aren't totally blatant, but are cheap shotting guys, potentially hurting guys. And he can openers Lilligren and like snaps his leg on the boards. And then you'd think he would just be getting attacked by the whole roster. Like you, you fuckery, we're, we're coming now. We're coming now. And you're not going to get out of this game without some kind of a bell to answer. And instead he's the one running his mouth to their bench. And they're all just kind of looking around. Like I couldn't believe it. I'm sure tree living's blood was boiling. I would have been tossing garbage cans in that locker room after saying, you guys better go out and get shit faced together, figure out something like go do whatever you need to do to figure out who you guys are because you're that's a joke as of a team you aren't going to win anything playing like that and it's not all about going out and fighting and stuff like that but give a rip about each other and that was just so glaringly obvious that they're not there yet it it was tough not to uh to fly off the handle about isn't it. it a little bit odd though you say not there yet this isn't a team that is they've been together for a while the most of them right like you would think that they would be there or at least partly there yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's frustrating, but it's a work in progress. And as you know, Rhett, like every every year's a little bit different. You have different looks at it. Sure, the core pieces are the same, but like you mentioned, you bring in the Bertuzzi's and the Domi's and the Revo's, and you got a different look to it now. You'd think that you know they'd start to have that identity, and it's tough to tear them apart right now and say it's a lost cause when it's a dozen games into the season. But it's definitely not the look they were they were going for when they when they made the changes they did in the off season. Are you surprised that Treliving stuck with Sheldon Keefe? Uh, I mean, at the end of the season last year, I thought I thought Keefe was going to go and Dubas was going to stay. Uh, it didn't work out that way. Um, it depends what the options are. I mean, to, to change a coach just for changing a coach, it doesn't always work. You look at you guys in Calgary. I mean, people thought that was the problem, and now you just canned a, a recent Jack Adams Award winner. And for what? I mean, you're not doing any better. It's not always the answer, but I mean, he's the next thing to go if things don't change. I feel like the seat's getting a little warm underneath him and, uh, you know, a few more of these big eggs get laid and he'll be the next to go, I think. Yeah, it was, I thought, and last night he threw out the, uh, you guys like to celebrate, we like to celebrate guys that score goals. What We need to work on keeping the puck out of our net, whatever it is. However many home games in a row, they've allowed four goals against. Yeah. No matter how many goal scorers you have, that's not the way to win. Um, it feels like it's a direct shot at his elite scorers, Matthews, Marner, those types of guys. And obviously it's by design, but it feels like, and, I, and and on one hand, it's that media thing. Oh, nobody ever says anything. It's boring. Why don't you say something? And then when they say something, it's like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. You know, cut it. But it, I just wonder how many times, because he's done this a lot in the past, where it's either a direct shot or a veiled shot at some of the guys in his room. And you may not disagree, but I just wonder, that feels it's pretty clear who he's talking about. You don't want to alienate those guys either, though, right? Yeah, and I didn't take it that way. I think the media twists it into, you know, like you say, oh, you shouldn't have said that, even though they're begging for him to say something. I think it was more of, you know, everyone's talking about, oh, Nylander's point streak here and these accolades and all this personal shit. And, oh, isn't this great? Uh, how, 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 how talented are we? And he's going, look around. It, we're not going to outscore our problems. We're not going to win 7-6 in the playoffs. Like, you guys are talking about all these personal accolades and these offensive, you know, feathers and guys's caps like look around we're not good enough 
And I don't think it's a shot at those guys. You, ex- those are the that's what you pay them for. They put up points and go on streaks and go on heaters and and do things that are great offensively. But I think he's just pointing to the fact that that's not getting it done. That's not enough. You guys are, you know, you know, the press and the media are jerking off to these different accolades, and he's going that means nothing. Like it's a feather in a one guy's cap. That's fine, but it doesn't mean anything. Marner went on a a tear last year and set some records. What does that mean now? Absolutely nothing. So. I think he's talking about the holes in their game defensively, uh, a team defense first mentality, shoring up the their own zone and actually winning some games and stop talking about these things that don't matter. Boom, jump in and help me out just because of thinking about something. Uh, sure, buddy. Trying to talk. Over the last couple of years, they add guys at the trade deadline. Uh, it was Felino was one of them, right? Yeah. Uh, last year, O'Reilly. Heart and soul type of guys, right? Yeah that you feel would be great fits in Toronto and that would want to be there, but they can't keep them. Now, is that because they were getting more money to go somewhere else and that alone? Or did they see those heart and soul guys see something in that room where they're like, "Eh, this isn't exactly what it's supposed to be. Is there any chance that that happened? Yeah. And whether it's like a locker room thing or if it's a market thing, I mean, I remember playing there and guys from other teams around that trade deadline are calling you know, my buddy is saying like, what's it like there? Like, well, I'm getting this offer and there's this murmur about that. And my agent's talking about Toronto. And sometimes guys are like, don't come here, man. Like it's nuts. Like they'll pick you apart, like stay where you are or take this option because like guys, want. if you win a cup in Toronto, like you're, you're a God for the rest of your life. You'll never buy a drink again. You'll never work again. You could just sign autographs for a, a living the rest of your life. If that's what you want to do. And I think that's lost on people because they haven't done it for so long. And there's always the struggle and always the, you know, the coming up short aspect of it. And when guys play there, especially when they're a, a, a high talent and a high paid player, I just feel they're, they're just like, screw this, man. I can go down to Nashville and, you know, live that lifestyle, get paid even more. Like, even if it's the same contract, you're getting less in taxes and, and way of living and, it's just too appealing to some guys and like who wants to deal with that scrutiny and like the, the city's its own worst enemy. And like you say, you try to, you try to keep guys on your roster that you bring in and it doesn't seem to really work. And I think the market scares guys away. I think the media scares the guys away because who wants to just add that voluntarily on their own plate? It's, they make it very difficult. And you know, if you add in, you know, if you sprinkle in the factor that you think this team, this core isn't good enough to get it done, the mentality is not good. There's too many individuals. Then it becomes an easy decision to guys, but I mean, once you get the right team together, I mean, they've been trying forever, but if you go on a tear, you win, like even conference finals, they're still talking about the last time they did that in the nineties, you know, the glory team who didn't even win anything, you know, there you go. <laughs> we beat them. <laughs> there you go. I was on the Buffalo <laughs> team. We kicked their ass. Loved well, them. that's their legendary team as of <laughs> yeah, now. So I mean, I you actually Tucker put together. Boobs. We dominated them. We absolutely pounded them. So there you go, Warren. Your claim to fame. I like it, man. <laughs> He's got a few of them, but yeah, that one comes out of the woodwork every once in a while. So, I mean, you're in Olds. That's kind of, we're almost Red Deer, Central Alberta. I know you're watching the Leafs and you're talking about them every day, but you're a hockey fan. You'll be keeping an eye. What do you make of the two teams here? Uh, I guess we'll start in Edmonton and then we'll go to Calgary because, of, of course, they're playing Toronto tomorrow night. Yeah, wild, man. I mean, our, my group chat has got a split it's just a split down the middle of flames fans, Oilers fans. And I'm just in the middle of it, just laughing because it's, 
it's an absolute nightmare right now. I mean, especially in Edmonton, just because the expectations were were bigger and higher. And I don't know why they were. I mean, I see a lot of parallels with Toronto in that Edmonton team, you know, especially in the offseason. It's like, okay, you got some premier talent up front, scoring ability, a lot of flash. But what are you going to do about your defense? What are you going to do about your goaltenders? Yet they're ranked to come out of the West right off the bat. And I'm just sitting there going, how? Like, they've proven consistently that they they have too many holes in their game. That And they're the holes that you absolutely need to win a Stanley Cup. So I was kind of flabbergasted at how highly touted they were. But I mean... Only the Oilers can fall that hard and just historically be be that bad. I mean, they're looking at the the San Jose Sharks here coming up, and it's like you're biting your nails if they can get that done. And if they don't, I mean, I think stuff's going to start blowing up around Edmonton. But I mean, Connor McDavid's only going to get you so far. Like it's it's almost laughable. And you look at all the first rounders they had. You get or first overalls that you get. You get Connor McDavid, a generational talent. Somehow you pick up Leon Drysital to boot. And it's just like every opportunity they have to pull themselves out, they they just don't seem to get it done. I mean, everyone's been pulling their hair out, out of the out of their head for a decade and a half there or more. And it's tough to it's tough to put your finger on it. If if there was an answer to it, they'd fix it right away, but they just keep floundering, man. It's it's honestly like tough to watch. And McDavid isn't 100% right now. He's dealing with something. And it on one hand, it you give credit to the guy for how many minutes that he plays and he has not been injured. He's kind of avoided injury a lot over the last few years, but it also shows how perilous it can be when you are kind of all your eggs in that basket. Cause Leon is a superstar and puts up great numbers, but I, I, I always just wonder, can he do it by himself? And if Connor isn't right, I don't know. I still, God, they're so friggin' good. You see them. McDavid will go pointless or, or something against Matthews and then come back with eight points or something stupid the next night. I just doubt them at your own peril. Is what it, I, I just don't want to eat a whole shitload of crow in two months from now when they lead the Western Conference. People are like, oh, you, you fucking guys. See, I, wow. I just don't need to do that. But like Rhett, like Rhett was saying yesterday, the day before, if you just, just start looking at math with how many points are left on the table, what does it take to get into the playoffs perennially, and who are you playing against? Three point games, you're getting into territory where just the math of it might be your biggest enemy as opposed to who you're playing against. Yeah. And I mean, there's certainly time to turn things around and for them to catch fire. They've done it before. But I mean, what's telling to me is like, look at Connor McDavid's interviews after the game. I mean, that guy looks like he's aged 10 years in the last two or three. He's he's a young, young man. And he looks like a haggard old beat down, um, you know, coal mine worker half the time i'm like holy shit does this guy look stressed out it looks like he's just pulling on his his hair out of his head half the time up there and i'm just going wow like what is the incentive of this guy to stay in in edmonton how stressed is he all the time how unhappy is he playing the game lately it's it's a tough look and i i just see it all over his face in his interviews it's it's rough and here we have a team that you know, a lot of UFAs, uh, they're trying, who are they going to trade for? And then a couple losses later, uh, who are we going to trade away? Hannafin Stan, get him signed. Two losses. Uh, Hannafin, no, he's out. I, it's a, it, it's a weird, it's a weird time here. I, I feel we have talked about it for a long time. It just feels like if you want to do things, you have an opportunity here with UFAs, get some picks, get some prospects with how good kids are nowadays. You can turn things around. It doesn't need to be a five-year ache of a rebuild. But it does seem like that's always that the ownership here has been loath to do anything like that. 
Yeah, well, it's tough to, I mean, when you're going to, it seems like a rebuild these days is, you know, five, six years. And, you know, you're, you're not looking that far down the road. Your shelf life in this league is, is too short to, to think that far down the road. Everyone wants to win now and have the success while you're there to enjoy it. So, I mean, just, you bring in the Huberdo. I just can't believe, you know, what has happened there. It looks like they, they salvaged, you know, the shit sandwich they were handed when, their league getting to Chuck leaving and Goudreau leaving. And I can't stand it when people, you know, look at what's going on with the flames, blame tree living and say, that's why it's not going to work in Toronto. I mean, a general manager's job is to put names on paper. Right. And at the time he looked like, you know, he pulled off a miracle by getting the talent back in Calgary after, you know, people are worried you're going to lose it for nothing. And rightfully so Huberto, like, at the time, that's the only thing you can judge him on is what was the decision at the time. Yeah, now you look in 90 games, the guy's done nothing but take a dump in his pants. I get that it looks bad, but that's not on tree living. That's not on him at the time. If, if you had a chance to get Huberto and he he expressed that, yeah, we had a chance to make this deal, but we didn't do it. We just we didn't think he was the right fit. People would burn the city down because it would be so insane to not take that deal when it was there. And he did. It hasn't worked out. It it bothers me when you put it on a GM. He It's his job to put names on paper. It's everyone else's job to get them to perform once they're in that locker room. So what if there was an answer for what's going on in Calgary with Huberto, you're locked to him for eight year deal that you, you signed him up for. He, I mean, could you even give him away for half of that? Would you want to, it's a bit of a disaster. What direction you go? Are you going to try to hold on and salvage? Are you going to unload and, and fire sale it and rebuild it's a tough, tough look, and you guys are cranking it out every single day trying to figure out what to do. It's There's no yeah. easy answer, or they would just go down that road. We're almost at the point, because I see some of the reaction on social media and even in the chat. It becomes such a broken record that if if he just continues to perform at this rate, we almost just have to avoid this, just not talk about it. He's just another player on the squad who performs at a 50-point level, and... And that's, you know, take what you can get because to, to keep saying uh, the coach or what's it going to take for him to turn around or who do you play him with or what it, it's, it feels like a fool's errand here pretty quick. But so what the, what's the problem with them? I mean, he comes up here. Does he just, does he hate being here? Does he not want to be here? They thought it was Daryl Sutter. They get rid of him. That's not the problem. Is he just in like a career monster slump that he can pop out of? I mean, he's been a premier talent his entire life. And then he steps foot in Calgary and all of a sudden he doesn't know how to play hockey. It's like, is there something going on personally? It's, you, you, you got to try to get to the bottom of yeah. it. And I mean, those conversations that you'd actually have with him personally behind closed doors, You'd have to tread lightly, but you'd want to figure out like what the hell's going on with you. And I'm interested to know if there is something that we're not seeing that that's going on with that guy. Yeah, it's 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 not ideal for sure. When uh, you, you feel for the human element of it, and then of course there's the hockey side where the Flames could desperately use I just don't a hundred point a, guy. He's not 115. Everyone, you know what I mean. That was his high water mark, and I just pulled up his stats just for shits and giggles. He had a 92 point season. He had a 115-point season. But really, the next time, you know, he's more of a 70-point, 70 75-point guy max than he is a 90-plus. A, a yeah. Well, but it's always difficult when you... 
Yeah. You grab a guy after a career year, bring him into a way hotter, more difficult market, and expect him to even do better than that. It happens in Toronto all the time. They pick up some guy who just had a career year and expect him to be even better in Toronto. Like, good good luck. It's difficult to do that on the best of times. He's down in Florida wearing his flip-flops, hanging out with Barkov, and things are going wicked. A little different story up here to, to repeat that. And, and then if he's the type of guy that doesn't handle adversity well, you're just going to plummet like he has. And yeah, like you say, the 115 expectation is probably ridiculous, but I don't think 80 is too much to ask out of the guy. 50 is unacceptable no matter where you're at. But yeah, maybe the expectations were a little bit too high. Before we let you go, I've always wanted to ask, because we always talk about Philadelphia. I don't know why. I, I think the city's, there, there's something about that city that just kind of, it feels like it's a great, it's maybe the best sports city in America with how passionate they are. Uh, no one, Some cities, no one will love their teams more than Philly. And then no one will hate their teams more than Philly hates their teams. Just, just that wave of emotion. I always wondered to be, a tough guy playing for the Flyers because Philadelphia has always loved their guys that would drop the mitts and you were one of those guys. What was it like being in Philadelphia and being filling that role where you're going to get the, the fans out of your seats? You have to be a beloved character. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, you're... You show up to the rink and you're riding like the service elevator and and Dave the Hammer Schultz is in there saying, hey, Rosie, how you doing? And it's like, it's the old boys club around there. They're they're all around and they're of the same mentality, the blue collar city. I mean, when you go to any of their games, like if you know what their sports setup is, you got Lincoln Financial, the Eagles Stadium, you got the Phillies Stadium right there. And then you got the the Flyers and and the uh, and their basketball team. I can't think they're going to name right yeah. now the Sixers uh, barn, it's all in the same parking lot. And when, when they're tailgating and that place is full, they are rocking and rolling. And I used to go into Philly. I'd go into the old spectrum, whether it was in the minors or not. And I mean, I remember just walking down the tunnel and some guys just hanging over the rail, called me a cocksucker and dumped this <laughs> whole bag of popcorn on my head. And I'm looking around going out for warm up, going, where is the security around here? And the guy's just there with his arms crossed laughing. And I'm like, Holy, this is a different, different town. This one. And, to be a part of it was unreal. I mean, Paul Holmgren brought me in there, signed me and said, I just feel like you're a flyer. There's there's that mentality of of the the passion and the pride that you have when you've been part of that organization. And uh, that city's just wicked, man. Everything about their people, their sports is, is awesome. They're not always the greatest to you. I mean, they're passionate. They're nasty sometimes. But it's it was wicked to be a part of all. You know, to say you were one of the tough guys for the Flyers is something that uh, you'll always kind of hang your hat on. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. I was going to say, you'll get popcorn dumped in your head, whether you're playing for them or against them. That's the, that's the beautiful thing about Philly that people. Is true. That is true. They want it bad and they don't give a rip. They're, they're not patient people. They're blue collar. They know what they want. And I think that's what makes them cool. Rosie, thanks for coming on, man. It's uh, way overdue. Love the work you're doing. I'm a fan you're of yours. Invited to the Christmas party as well when we have. Yeah, I'll really have to do that. It's about time we crank some beers. We, we live too close not to. I appreciate you having me on guys. Cool, man. See you soon. You bet. Take care. There you go. Jay Rose Hill. Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and he and Pinder, a new podcast that they've started up a couple weeks ago. Department of Discipline. You can find it on hockeyfights.com. And of course, you can find it on YouTube. Just kind of get in through the nation network. He is a good guy. They And I know the Christmas party, our, uh, our drinking show, he and Nick were, were pretty jealous. We had that clip that they, they were drinking during the show. We got to do this. What the hell's going on? Well, 
We do need to plan for that. I would love for you to be uh, here this be year. Things. What are you talking about? I plan? know. I know. Stuff on my mic. It would be because uh, it's coming soon, dude. It's already the what are the ninth of November? Yeah, Christmas is going to be upon us. It will be upon us before <laughs> you know it. Before you know it. Uh, one other thing. Got some things to uh, to bring your way. We got Ask Red coming up in a couple of moments. Now you're not feeling well. You're kind of down a little bit. Are you going to be all right? Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Got the Pinder report without Pinder. Jack put some stuff together for us today, being the sweet boy that he is. The barn burner vacation. We had the check-in yesterday. Spots are going January 11th to 13th. Limited. There's limited spots here. Limited flights, the whole thing. It's I, I, I don't know what the number is. Oh, excuse me. I don't know what the number is, but don't, don't deal like, don't do it because it'll be upon us before you know it. Presented by Alberta Blue Cross, January 11th to 13th. We are off to Phoenix, Arizona. We are going to see the Flames and the Coyotes at the Mullet Arena. We got your flights, your hotels, transportation to and from the airport, and of course, game tickets at Mullet Arena. It is a presentation of Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that is making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Alberta Blue Cross, celebrating life's memorable moments inspired by hockey. And worth mentioning, where you can purchase these spots that on, the, on the trip, the packages, nationgear.ca. Nationgear.ca. That's how that works. And you'll find some merch. I saw some people, hey, we see the, now the hoodies and stuff. Where do we get that? There's going to be more coming. It's, things are, it takes time. It's a process, and they're getting more stuff. Shoveler thinks she's got things dialed in, but I'm like, yeah, what's happening? She uh, might she... be an idea person too. Really? Yeah. She did show me some uh, design crap. Yeah, yeah. It actually, was quite cool, but it seems to have hit a stall. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Well. Um... Did she send it to anyone on like no here or oh okay I know of. exactly like that's kind of so she's done some design work and then yeah for sure then uh, mm. let's let's maybe do something a little different there I want to uh, I don't know do you toast Crown Royal you don't really toast Crown Royal but I do want to give a little bit of a um, some kudos or yeah as was it Cootie Hardos as Pinder would say to uh, to our buddy Travis Rhodes and everybody over at the hearing loss clinic. They're not ones to, you know, go pump in their chest and be all pumped. But I came across the other day. Congrats to the hearing loss clinic. Chamber of Commerce Professional Services Excellence Award winner 2023. They've done it again. You heard it in the read. They were 2022. They're just the best at what they do again. 2023 Chamber of Commerce. They are the very professional services excellence. That means they're the professionals and they treat you the right way. It's the service that they give you is second to none. Hearingloss.ca is the website. And I, I saw on one of their, so I think it was on their Instagram account. They had, because I talk about it in, in the read and that about how there's serious health links health risks that have been linked to untreated hearing loss. Um, and they kind of go into detail there as to why that is and how that works and how important it is for you to go and get your hearing checked. 
You may think that you need a hearing assessment. You may, you may not have thought about it whatsoever, but it is time to make that a part of your routine in terms of taking care of self-care and taking care of yourself. Hearingloss.ca, five locations in BC, four in Calgary, soon to be five in Calgary. There are uh, no more excuses. Helping you hear better is simply their way of helping you live better. Hearing loss clinic, hearingloss.ca. Uh, I need a chair. This thing is a piece of... Well, aren't you... you isn't that what? a wooden chair? Oh, it is awful. This was left here from the people we're renting, and I just yeah. kind of grabbed it and brought it up here. Every day I get uh, crippled. I yeah. tried to lean back to make it comfortable. It's awful. Well, I worry about... Because it was the other thing, too. When you're too comfortable, it's not good either. Because we can lose you when you're too comfortable. You kind of mm-hmm. you get that was the old days, early mornings. I can actually remember sleeping some mornings. Yeah, there's maybe photos. <laughs> there's maybe photos of you in your what was it, the ptarmigan sweater or whatever, with your slippers on, feet up on the on the counter, just purring away. It's tough. People think this is easy. It's not. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. Uh, McLeod Law. Do we still have that? I feel like we. I feel like Shane doesn't get enough love. We had that nice little thing of Shane there last week. I feel bad. I feel bad for Shane because Shane's a big part of what they're doing over at McLeod. Shane, Law. you're not second fiddle, buddy. Shane, we're number one in our hearts after Peter Klein. I mean, I, I still, I thought, I think it's like Peter Klein. Austin's pretty good too, though. Um, top three. Oh, for sure. Only problem with Austin is he reminds me of Zarnik, Austin Zarnik, and he's, oh, it's because of the because his name is Austin. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah the yeah. same name. Got it. Yeah, they're good people. That's all you need to know. Wherever they are in the, whatever your rankings are, top to bottom, you're getting the very best at what they do and very good people. With personal injury, just know that you're not alone. You've got the injury to deal with. You've got the legal side. You've got your workplace. You've got benefits that aren't being paid. You've got bills stacking up. Get McLeod Law on your team. Get them on your side. Let them go to work for you. You won't regret it. Their personal injury lawyers bring extensive experience. They understand the needs. They let you focus on your recovery, and they take care of the rest. McLeod-Law.com is, uh, is the website. Um For those that are just listening, Warner, uh, he's kind of been in and out of the feed. He disappears, then he reappears. So now you've got your old wooden, it's a kitchen table chair, like an old wooden with, I don't know what you would call it. It's like the wooden back. This is way better. It's what you would see at your grandma's house. Look. And now you've got... Shush, my kids have those little beanbaggy chairs here. Yeah, yeah. I put one on the chair. Phenomenal. Really, eh? I'm a new man. We could do this all day now. No, we couldn't. Yeah, no. you're probably right. No, there's no way. <sighs> oh, I'm stuck, though. <clears throat> I got. Okay. Okay. We're good. Well, I can see why this show is so popular. I need a drink. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Someone poured me a drink. I might just sit here the rest of the day. Give <laughs> something else. Okay, so this day in NHL history, 
And uh, you know, it's it's we did the injury report the other day. It's another this day. You never have me in any of these highlights. Like, I've I don't done know stuff in my life, you know. I don't know that there's many highlights. Mm, F you. Come on. I mean, I the the thing I know there's, there's highlights, but it's being able to kind of probably tie I them. scored on probably I scored on this day in history. I'm gonna check. Okay. Only a hundred points to go through. So Only a hundred points to go through. Should be able to find it. And then reconcile them to this date. I'll go ahead while you're looking. Okay. Um it was on this date, November 9th, 1971. The NHL made a big announcement. 1971, they said, you know what? We're putting a team in Atlanta. They're going to be called the Flames. They will begin play in the 72-73 season. So in a circuitous type of a route and way, the Calgary Flames born on this date, 1971. Did not go great in Atlanta. They then moved to Calgary. You may have heard. Kept the team name Flames because there was the oil tie-in and all of that. And uh, that was in 1980. Eight years in Atlanta before relocating to Calgary. It's a big day. I mean, what are you going to... We Would we be doing this if the Flames weren't in Calgary? I kind of don't think so. God, what would I be doing? Have to be something exciting, you would think, right? Instead of this, sitting in my house, talking to myself now because... Warner's chair isn't comfortable enough. Oh, it's good now. Yeah. Uh, and also on this date, Craig McTavish scored the final goal in NHL history by a player not wearing a helmet. Still remember playing against him the first time. It was it was weird. Battling him in the corner in St. Louis. 1996 on yeah. this date. He scored. He scored. I mean, it it is weird to think, right? That feels like that's, and maybe it is, that's real old man stuff. But yeah, you played against the guy who wasn't wearing a helmet in the National no Hockey League. No <laughs> What? God almighty. Big puffy hair. Yeah, he had good hair. He was a pretty good player for what he was. Got himself into a little bit of trouble. Then won at least one Stanley Cup, I think, with the Oilers. It was one for sure in Edmonton. I'm not sure. One with the Rangers. He'd been on the 90 Cup team. Yeah, 94 with the Rangers. Should have been a penalty on that last faceoff. If you ever want to go back and see that, uh, or was that was, yeah, that was the one, right? I don't know. Wasn't he taking the face off, face off deep in their end with just a few ticks left when they win the cup? I think it was a. Uh, if you go back and watch mid nineties games or early night, every play is a penalty. Yeah, it's it's atrocious. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Like you could literally jump on a guy's back. No problem. Yeah, battle through it. Grandfathered into the league, mandatory. Uh, where is it here? McTavish was the last player left in the league who was grandfathered into not wearing a helmet when they became mandatory at the start of the 79-80 season for all incoming mm -hmm. players. Oh, for new guys. Yeah. So if you didn't wear one, how many guys are left not wearing a visor? Because that's a grandfathered thing too, right? Lucic doesn't. There's not many. Jamie Ben doesn't, I don't think. Does Reeves? Ryan Reeves doesn't wear one. Because that's, I mean, we're, that'll be a thing someday. So you didn't wear, you didn't wear a visor. You wore a visor. Yeah, after Stevie I cheap shot me, almost lost my eye. How did that go? He stuck me. Yeah. Totally on purpose. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird that the two games they won in that series, I didn't play. I know. Was that on this mm-hmm. date? No, it was a little later in the year. Yeah. McLeod Law, proud of their Calgary roots, big part of their long-standing client relationships. They understand our city, the people in it, and the way things work. Like the communities they serve, the McLeod Law team is varied and diverse and share a commitment to making a positive impact on Calgary. And Shane is one of those guys. Even though we don't have his, his little face up there in the screen this time, Shane cares. That's all you need to know. Hashtag Shane cares. McLeod-Law.com is their website. We'll do the, uh, were we going to hear from Pinder today? He said he was going to check in. I didn't text him or anything. I don't really. Watching him prance around and high kick. Is... Yeah. I, my only hope would be. An injury? Or, or just m- such mental fatigue. Day two of a Disney trip with your kids. A meltdown. Go, go, go. That there, yeah, that there would be, that he would be like, get me the hell out of here. Then I would I'd be very happy with that. I will see. You're a good friend. That's what I keep saying. I tell everybody that. No one's too convinced. It is the Pinder Report, a presentation of Village Honda. From now until November 30th, Village Honda is holding their veterans food drive. Village invites you to stop by the dealership. They have a Honda Ridge line stuck right in the middle of the, of the showroom there. They're going to fill that thing with food donations, and then deliver it to the Veterans Food Bank of Calgary at the end of the month. They would love your support. If you can do it, stop by the dealership and help fill up that ridge line from now till the end of the month. Located in the Northwest Auto Mall, online at villagehonda.com. It is the Pinder Report. Uh, yesterday, we had the, well, we t- again, we talked about it with Rose Hill. I get it if, if you're tired of hearing about Jonathan Huberdeau, because we're now into year two of what's wrong, what's going on, why isn't it working, all of this. And I think we are very close if things just continue that you just have to stop, just stop. His points aren't what everyone says they were. Well, see, and I, I think I need to kind of go and, and look back. Well, well, you think he's a 90-point guy. He's not a 90-point guy. He's a 70-point guy. 75. He had two big years, 115. Big. He had, it was 23 more assists that year, that year than mm-hmm. his other previous high. 23. Like that's. Yeah. I, I mean, not a high point guy. You're drunk if everyone, and I never realized it either. I kind of a little bit, but looking again, we talking with Rose Hill. I don't know what the hell we're expecting. We were sold a bill of goods. It's bullshit. Okay. Uh, so if so, if you're like Rhett and you're tired of hearing about it, we're, we're very much treading closer and closer by the day. He was benched, as we all know, I think by now a couple nights ago in the third period in their win against Nashville. They have the Leafs coming up. It's a road trip. They'll leave today. They'll get there. What's he going to? We talked with uh, McLennan yesterday. I would expect he's going to play. He's going to play a lot. Get back in. Redeem yourself against the Leafs, but there was the visual of him on the bench. Obviously, uh, you know, he was upset about it. It's embarrassing. The league's going to start noticing if they aren't already and have fun in Toronto asking, answering more questions. But anyway, yesterday after practice, uh, Jonathan Huberdeau met with the local media to discuss the benching the night previous. And I think you, you move on from there. We got me and Huss talk it out. 
and you know, I, it's, it's, I think it's, there's no pointing fingers. You got to look in the mirror, and I got to be a better player. And you know, that's, I, I know I got it in me. I, I still believe. I still, still believe in myself. Well, that's what I, you know, I just gotta, I just gotta show it on you. Where does the solution come from? Where does your Where does the solution come from? I mean, if I, if, if I found the solution, I probably wouldn't be sitting on the bench last night. People don't want to hear it, right? It's a hockey podcast. It's a Flames, but whatever we talk about that. I feel for that guy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look real happy or comfortable or. Uh, to hear him say, I believe in myself, I believe it. You look in his eyes, there's no belief there right now. He's, and I'm, it, it sounds terrible to say, I'm just saying from a mental health standpoint, I feel for that guy. And I've said it before and people, you can make all the money in the world, but that guy is confused and he's, he's, I mean, he's rattled, completely rattled and frustrated and upset about it. And for him, he knew that was coming. I'm going to have to stand in front of these people and answer these questions and say the right things. His chest was probably tight as a snare drum trying to talk to those people. And I got some people don't give a shit. They just want wins and play better well, and that it, sort of thing. But it's a couple of things. You can't answer the questions anyway because you know what the questions are going to be and you don't have what he said. If I had yeah. the answers, why wouldn't I just do it? Like, uh, work hard, hard work, uh, stay positive, just believe. Confidence. How do you play with confidence if you don't have confidence? Yeah. Anyway, so he he said he talked it out with Husk, which you knew he was going to. He was Brian Husk is not going to continue to drill this guy. How do you respond? I don't know. I think Maybe I know. The fluky one. A couple dump ins to go in the net or something. Well, I think he had that one. And it got yeah, disallowed. It's like, it's I can't. Well, then he hit the post on an empty he hit the post and like... then Manjapani put it in. Yeah, it's, it's, if you were to put together a highlight reel of the shortcomings of Huberto over the last year and change here, you'd be putting it together for a while because there's been near misses and frustrating plays. And um, anyway, I mean, like I say, it, it is what it is. He'll get an opportunity tomorrow in Toronto. Uh, we mentioned earlier that there has been a, a summon from the American Hockey League. Dustin Wolf has been called up to the team. They have also made a, uh, the Wranglers have called up a goaltender. So the, at least the initial belief is this is just, it's to have an extra body around. You're going on a five-day road trip, three games, five days, back-to-backs. If something happens, you want to have a goalie there. Now you always want to have a goalie there. But the thought is maybe Markstrom didn't practice yesterday. Now, is that just you don't need to practice? Um, but there you see, Elliot, believe this is more for injury protection purposes. Than Boo. Trade. <laughs> Boo. Yes, sir. But if uh, if I was maybe going to make a trade, that's what I would tell people, too. I would say this is no, it's just, hey, we maybe uh, guys, it's November. It's a tough time of year. Guys are dinged up. I don't know. I would, I, I would love to see the guy here. You know, he wants to be here. Sure feels like he deserves to be here. I don't Play know what kids. goalie trade. Play the kids. Play the kids. Damn it. Play, kids. Play him. Uh, more from Elliot Friedman. He had his 32 thoughts blog drop late last night, as it does. Uh, this was point 15. Kind of suspect the Sharks called Calgary about Noah Hannafin. Don't see that as a fit. Another team I wonder about is Arizona. 
Coyotes have the second best goal differential in the central and a desire to push for the playoffs. As this situation plays out, I'm curious to see if an extension becomes part of the conversation. It benefits Hannafin and benefits the flames in any return. Uh, that being the essentially the sign trade, which you saw in the Kachuk deal signed for the eight years, as opposed to seven. If you did uh, say you trade for him, you can only do seven and it's more money for the player. You would think it gets more return, kind of as but, he said. Not there. if you trade them early, right? Cut off. Uh, I'm I'm not quite sure how that how that works. Um, but I think it, I think it's the final year. If you trade for him, you can't give him eight. You can only give him eight if it was an existing contract. Where's Pike? When they need a Pike bomb. Anyway, I he mentions the Sharks right off the start. Yeah, I don't see any reason why the sharks would be a fit or why no happy would want to go there well sure if you want to if you want to live somewhere that's warm and extremely high taxes and yeah monster taxes and no winning yeah for the next uh, little bit nice arizona's interesting they've got plenty of they've had plenty of draft picks they have prospects i could i would probably be okay with an arizona deal out there yeah. Um, yeah. And if well, I see it already, you know, Dylan Gunther be a heck of a be all right. Get Dylan Gunther and a draft pick, bring him in. Uh, and, and then it goes on from there. What about the big cat, Nikita Zadorov? What about Chris Tanev? I said it yesterday. If there is a deal to be made for Chris Tanev and you, if, if they are in this, don't call it a rebuild if you don't want to. You're getting assets for expiring contracts that you don't want to extend him back you may want to keep hannafin you know maybe right maybe you're not bringing back chris tannin i think guy battler warrior but you're just you're not get something for him tanev has done everything you wanted and he's been a good soldier and it's time to move on it's like leasing a very responsible vehicle yeah treated me great never left me stranded on the side of the road Nothing flashy, but it was reliable, dependable. I signed a four-year lease. The four years is up. Happy with it. Here's the keys. That was a hell of a that was a hell of a truck right there. Thank you. I'm gonna get something newer now. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. NHL last night there were three games. Toronto lost to Ottawa. It was a uh, a three-three game, I believe it was. I think Robertson tied the game and then. Bang, bang, bang. Three goals by the Ottawa Senators. They beat the Leafs. And I know it's been a lot of oh, guys talking about the Leafs, but uh, this is what Sheldon Keefe had to say post-game. We celebrate guys who score big numbers and score a ton and all that kind of stuff. We don't talk enough about what we give up. That's the reality. we got to prioritize keeping the puck. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. defense first team there are two things at play 
There is today's player who love to freewheel and score goals and get points and be on highlights and all the other, right? TikTok. And then there is the other side where that's great, but if we want to win, we have to play a certain way. And that is not giving up four goals a night, which the Leafs have done pretty much on the regular here over the last couple of weeks. You and Sarich, you and you and the old the old guard, you need to start talking to today's player. Say, get your points, but fellas, 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 let's come back a little bit. Because I know as a kid, we all dreamt of maybe someday winning the Selkie. When I grow up, I I want to be a two-way forward. <laughs> how long's the rank? A 200-foot player. I, I don't I don't know how how many goals I'll get, but man, I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be such a good penalty killer. I'll block every shot. <laughs> okay, guys, last minute of play, Stanley Cup. We're down a man. You guys start with the puck. I'm gonna block some shots. I'm gonna be so defensive right now. This is gonna be so great. <laughs> So for the Leafs, I believe that's because they were down against Tampa and then roared back and got the win. And then they lost to Buffalo. Then they lost to Ottawa. It's the Leafs and Flames coming up. The final in that game was six to three. Sam Reinhart with the overtime winner, former Saber. Well. He has been playing great. He's got nine goals now, I think, on the year. 30-goal guy, going to be a UFA at the end of the year. Pick him up. That's Panthers. what you want to do, Lindholm. That's what you want to do. That's what you should be doing. 4-3, Panthers beat the Caps in OT. And the LA Kings, 4-1 over the Vegas Golden Knights. Sending a message. This Because well, I think I said yesterday, they had played earlier and it went to overtime and Vegas got them. And last night, obviously, regulation, 4-1 win. They looked good. And that is their seventh road win to start the year. Not too shabby, pal. You can see there on the uh, on the graphic, Nashville started their year with eight straight wins a couple years ago. 09-10 Devils did it nine times. And the 06-07 Buffalo Sabres started the year and didn't lose a road game in 10 to get things going. Kings are good, man. I wonder about their goaltending. What's Corpusalo and Talbot, I believe, is the tandem there. Doesn't feel strong enough, but I spent a lot of time here blathering at you about Vegas's goaltending. Listen, yeah, we did. You're not going to win a cup with Aiden Hill. Like, well, let's not fool ourselves. Whoopsie daisy. Never <laughs> mind. Uh, last night, Jordan Everly of the Seattle Kraken suffered a skate cut, which is interesting. It's, I mean, it's not, it's, I don't know what you call it. It's unfortunate timing anytime, but of course, you had. The tragedy that happened a couple weeks ago, there's a lot of focus right now on wearing neck guards and just all of just the, how dangerous the game is. And I guess it, they said it wasn't gushing blood, but it was deep enough that there was a real concern in practice. They made they the uh, in Calgary too. Yeah, it's, I don't know. On one hand, it's guys are athletes, do whatever you want to do. If you want to wear protective stuff, but I, I don't know. Is it that 
much of a discomfort? Does it affect your game that much to wear a turtleneck or something underneath your gear? I think some of that new stuff is pretty good at... Don't you think, right? The Yeah. The technology now would not be like in the old days where you're wearing no, this freaking choker. Thick. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Well, and some guys you'll see they wear, they were even kind of wrist protection and that. Some guys are all in on it. They won't have a problem with it, but it feels like that's kind of a thing that we're going to be talking about here. So hopefully Eberley, he's a Calgary guy. Former Calgary Auburn Bay. Bay. He is Auburn Bay. Prentice. Parents are in, uh, at least they were. Mom and dad were in Shap Vegas, Chaparral. And he's like, I uh, I want to be close, but not too close to mama. We'll go Auburn Bay. Find a place in the water, kid. Okay. Don't want to live in Edmonton? No. No, thanks. But you play for the Oilers. Yeah, I know. Fuck that. He's, you heard what Roselle said about McDavid. That's he's right. right. He does look stressed. <laughs> South kid. Get some sun. Yeah, that's right hell's going on with my why are you on your phone well i'm i'm trying to do a show here yeah i i know i i am aware of that i'm uh, getting there is tonight's sked of games oh. i know that we have the uh the graphic coming up but my eyeballs don't work like they should so i probably wouldn't be able to read it but there you see it we've got uh somewhere in the neighborhood of nine games or 11 let's say 11 <laughs> upon Bruins, further review yeah, the Bruins are at home. Bruins are 10-1-1 one, one retro. Are they? Last year, they had an unreal run. Well, they're not going to do that again. No, no Patrice Bergeron, not going to do that again. Done. Losing guys. Yeah, pretty good. They're at home to the Islanders. Lay Habs. Do they have two really good goaltenders? The Sway Dog. And who is their other guy? Allmark? Yeah, they got two good goalies. Oh. Again, it's not hard to get good goalies. No. You just do it. Every team's got them. Don't know what the problem is. Uh, Habs are in Detroit. Detroit to play the Red Wings, Wild, and Rangers. The Canucks, 9-2-1. They're in Ottawa. That's not bad. The Senators. It's okay. Yeah. Chris Tanev. You know he likes it there. He and Quinn Hughes have a little thing. I'm sure they would work. Just bring him, bring him home. Bring him home. Uh, Senators will be the... Uh, Okay, so it's not the next opponent for the Flames. It'll be the... No yep. word for it. <laughs> Tampa Bay against the Lightning, the Stars, and Johnny Gaudreau and the Jackets, the Yotes and Blues. Did they trot him out to talk to the media? Who, uh, Johnny? Yeah. Joel JG? I don't know. I don't. Do they have media? Two. All right, guys. Um the media it, wants uh, to talk to you. The media's assembled outside the locker room. I'm guessing this is some of the stuff they're going to ask you, John, just so you're ready. Oh, who's the announcer there? Ron Rimmer? Rimmer, Josh Rimmer. Josh Rimmer? Is it Josh or Ron? It's not Ron. There's no Ron Rimmer. Really? Mm-hmm. He was in Florida when I was there. All right. Predators. I mean, Josh is the kid. Josh is the kid. Because no. I thought it's not Ron? No. Because who's the rimmer that's retiring this year? Well, we're gonna find out. This All is right. terrible. Predators at Winnipeg cracking against the Avalanche. Did you see the numbers for for our buddy Kale McCarr? He just continues 
just continues to put up the points. Uh, you know what? I'm, you may have heard of Bobby Orr. Yeah, I, I, I'm Jeff. better than him. Jeff Rimmer. Uh, Penguins, Kings. So the Kings go back to back against the Penguinos. Oilers and Sharks retro. Okay. Oilers and Sharks. Sharks feeling good after their first win, improving to 1-10-1 and in the year. The Oilers? Stressed. Stressed out. They are stressed. I saw uh, Pierre Lebrun of TSN. He was on there yesterday. He's like, this team is a fragile team. This day they'll be in a hockey game and they allow one goal and you just see their shoulders, they just fall and they're, they're just crushed. And I said, yes, you're goddamn right. And I love it. A uh, little photo for you here. And, and you know, there's a tie into uh, one of your buddies. Do you know Dan Price? Dan Price was the head coach of the Victoria Royals. Hmm. He was hired in 2017. He has been released by the Victoria Royals. He had replaced Dave Lowry, who went to be with the LA Kings. So they let uh, Dan Price go. They played last night. Take a look at this uh, this photo here. A former Calgary Flame first rounder, kind of the interim coach. He's their assistant. Special shout out to assistant coach Morgan Klimchuk for earning his first WHL win as bench boss in last night's victory over Red Deer. James Patrick will make his debut as the Royals head coach on Friday against Seattle. So a couple things there. Morgan Klimchuk, he's been the assistant there. He now officially has a coaching win in the Western League in your buddy Jeep. Was with the Winnipeg Ice. They buggered off. Now he's going to be in Victoria. It's way better than being in Winnipeg, even though he's from there. Here's even though he's from there, yeah. Here's a question for you. Who were the defensemen on the 1987 Canada Cup victory team? Is one of them James Patrick? I believe James Patrick was okay. one of them. Yeah. Oh! There he is. There he is. They don't need to it. It's yeah. loud. Yeah, I can hear you. I'm sorry. I... We're at Spider-Man uh, web something or other. Yeah. How's it going? It's going. We uh, we did the Incredible Coaster, the Incredio Coaster, the Incredicoaster. Yes. Woo! Upside down. First upside down roller coaster, boys. Thumbs up or thumbs down? <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. <laughs> Still twins. Not your first? Did you Callaway Park? Because that was your first? Park and Stampede. And Stampede. Okay. He's been yeah. upside down before. My bad. Yeah, there you go. We're having fun. We're at uh, California Adventure this side. I think there's booze on this side, so mm -hmm. we might find that out sooner or later. There is. And happy birthday to this lady in the back. Hey, happy birthday, the big 5 0 for Jordan Tilly. for the 32nd time or something like that. That's yeah. my math. I don't know. <laughs> awesome. So, what, uh, what have you done for her? How are you celebrating? Well, we're at the happiest place in the world, in the world with two yeah. of her three favorite people. Right. Mm. Got it. So, yeah, and then we'll be back to LA tonight, and your favorite place is Manhattan Beach. So, we're going to go hang out and have a nice dinner and sit on the beach tomorrow. Nice. Did you go on uh, the cars? The beach, right? Did you go on the cars ride? Not yet. That's, uh, we're looking at it. That's, uh, you got to pay to play one, and uh, we got to do it because the line to not pay is like over an hour already. So, yeah, the cars ride is good. Uh, what's the other one? The uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
yeah, the big... Guardians of the Galaxy, we got the Lightning Lane. We're there, and as uh, soon as we're done Spider-Man, we go right there. It's a good one. It's a good Scary. one. Kids are going to freak. Oh, I love it. Good. Yeah, this yeah. side's a little more adult and teen-friendly than uh, the old 1930s Jungle Cruise we had yesterday. Yeah, the other side does. It, the uh, the teacups are uh, not what they used to be. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, anyway, we're having a blast. It's hot, and uh, Daddy's ready for a beer. What time is it? It's got to be cocktail hour in Cairo or something like that. Yeah, in California, it's just about 10.30 a.m., so... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Uh, some, be, before we let you go, some instant reaction. The Calgary Flames called up Dustin Wolf this morning for the road trip. Yeah, good for him. I like it. I mean, it sounds like Markstrom's a little ailing, but at the same time, who have they called up that they haven't been impressed with at this point? Like it's, and then this guy's got better pedigree than all those guys. He's the reigning MVP of the American League. I'd love to see him this weekend. And you know what? Like. He's earned it. Good for him. He's been patient. Would it have surprised you if Connie said, give me a month, go kick ass for a month and I'll bring you up? I mean, maybe that isn't it, but we're a month in. Here he is. There you go. And we had Ro Jay Rosehill on the show. He, he hates you already. It's only been three podcasts. He says he can't uh, do, handle it. He still got it, baby. Yeah, you still got it. All right, man. Go have a beer and uh, happy birthday to your lovely there. Happy birthday to uh, what? There it is. There, yeah, there it is. See you guys. Have fun. There you go. See? You want him to be like disheveled and haggard and running around? No. He's got too much energy. I don't know. I don't know what Let's it is. Get sidetracked. I don't know what it is. So there is that. Ah, uh, Thursday night football. <sighs> Big matchup, Dean. Bears. Panthers Woo. on Prime. Is that it's, orange? Yeah, it's their what are they color rush? They still call it that. It looks doesn't look like color rush for the other guys, but um, well, it's the Bears, eh? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, it's a friggin' game so, day. Let's go. You're so fake. If, what are you talking about? Fan. Well, you'd have had it about? on all day if you're a real fan. It's on now. Go, just come over to the team. Come, going to the come, come on, right there. You know who you want to cheer for. There you have the uh, the betting lines for tonight. The the Bears favorites here. Look at the money line, and favored by three and a half at home against Carolina. So uh, you know, and on the Amazon broadcasts, Al Michaels has been criticized for not being energetic enough that he's not bringing enough energy to the broadcast buckle up for tonight because i'm not sure uh i'm not sure pinder or god himself could get overly excited and enthused for a bears panthers game like tonight, how much dope do you need to get jacked up for this one? i don't know i don't know so that is the game tonight um there was an interesting clip yesterday Justin Fields is the quarterback for the Bears. He is oft injured. He's a talented guy, great runner, debatable about his quarterbacking ability at the NFL level, but he hasn't been playing. It has been uh, Tyson Bagent, mm -hmm. their quarterback, and I'm not sure he's an NFL quarterback. There's a lot of these guys playing right now that 
don't feel like they're really NFL guys right now. Anyway, uh, Eberflus, the head coach, was asked yesterday by the media about fields, among other things. But uh, Matt Eberflus, I guess, is trying to – I'll let you be the judge. It was a, It was very interesting. Like I said, he's not medically cleared to go um, right now, and uh, he's getting better, though. I mean, he's, he's, uh, accuracy's improving, he's throwing it better, and, you know, he's starting to do more and more and more. So uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. And right now we're listening to him as doubtful, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. If, is he, if he's doubt, if he's not medically cleared, well, how come doubtful versus out? Yeah, just to see. we got to give him one more day. Give him one more day. But he's, uh, he's working hard, and uh, it's getting better every day. So we'll see where it goes. He's not playing. Yeah, he's not playing. Hasn't the medical staff seen given the clearance yet? What, is it, what are they telling you? What's that? What, what is the medical staff telling you in terms of why they haven't given him the clearance? Yeah, it's uh, it's really just uh, the clearance is uh, just, you know, obviously he's got to be cleared to play with the medical staff, you know, and so it's really about him feeling good about it and the medical staff saying that he can go in there and function. And uh, he's just not there at this time. Is it an issue of grip strength or? It's everything. It's it's all it's it's all improving. You know the grip strength, the the accuracy, that you know the the ability to function as a quarterback. It's just it's all right there. It's it's getting close. I'm just I'm not I'm having trouble understanding. He's he's not playing, but he's doubtful. There's is he out or doubtful? He now he's listed as doubtful. But you're saying that he's out. He's not going to play. We'll see where it goes. Uh, the chances are doubtful, 51% that he's in or out, and uh, it's going to be – we'll see where it is. We got a little time left, but, uh, again, we'll declare him out when he's out. Uh, right now we're still listening to him as doubtful. But he, will he go through any sort of pregame work tomorrow? He may. Yeah. He may, yep. So he's uh Put he's words in Matt's mouth. God damn it. He's just trying to be nice to you people. But he's not playing. Uh, no, no, he's not playing. So why is he doubtful? Well, we're going to see, you know, it's 51%. He's going to play or not going to play. Uh, so is this grip strength? It's everything, you know, it's uh, the grip strength. Uh, it's his feet and his hands and his back and the hip bones connected to the backbone, the backbones connected. God, like dude didn't know, had no idea what he was talking about. He was just, just lost. Talking. Matt, don't talk. Yeah. Just, just out in the deep water flailing for dear life uh nba this is where we uh hand off to uh to jack attack it's the uh the jack nba update uh no one does it better why would i do it why would you do it Rhett? when we have the best of the best jack uh is on board now with our nba update where do we want to start here positive or negative well like we just said Jack's here with the NBA update, so so let's get right into the negative. All right. So two weeks ago, the 76ers traded James Harden away. I basically came on here and said it was a great trade for the Clippers, and the Sixers got a bunch of scrubs. That has not been the case since the trade. The Sixers are six and zero, the best record in the Eastern Conference. Hmm. Joel Embiid had this to say uh, yesterday after. Uh, Harden made his debut with the Clippers. Nobody has an ego on this team. Some pretty mm -hmm. deep stuff there. Yeah. Joel Embiid. Things are not going so well for the Clippers with Harden. They are 0-2. Here's some highlights from James Harden last night. Passes up a open three in the corner and throws it. <laughs> 
Oh. Ah. Got tipped. Is that what it was? Master. Because James wouldn't make that toss. That's... Uh, oh, look at the uh, chocolate milk taking a ride there. The old Vico. <laughs> oh, fear the beard. Fear the beard, man. That's fear unfortunate. The beard. the beard should fake an injury and pack it in. He the should. beard has made so much money. Huge money. God, it's so much money. God. All right. Anyways, on to the positive. Raptors mm-hmm. win 127-116. Oh, Pascal yeah. Siakam finally got his head out of his ass. 31-12-5. and five. The Raptors improved to 4-4 four and four after beating the Mavericks, who were 6-1 and one to start the year. They've been looking pretty good. So it's a big win for the Raptors. Big win. Big. Nice. That's Go your Raptors. NBA update. That's the How NBA update. Should the delivery truck come by my house and during our show? Uh, just driving by or stopping and dropping no, stuff no, no. off? He's out there, Cam. Like, come on. That's the third time the bastard stopped by. <laughs> Hell is going on. Maybe the conversation that you need to have you is not with the is. mailman. It's with... No, the shoppers' birthday's coming, and she's buying herself presents. Well, that's see, very thoughtful oh, of you. Think of. Babe, just buy yourself something nice. Get yourself something good. Thanks, Red. Thanks. That is the uh, that is the Pinder Report, a presentation of Village Honda this week. It's the used car clear out. No better time if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle. Save up to four thousand dollars plus a one thousand dollar winter tire credit. Currently, over one hundred pre-owned in stock at Village. It's the used car clear out on now till Friday at Village Honda, located in the Northwest Auto Mall and online at villagehonda.com. I'm thinking of going and just, just picking one up. Sure. I don't really I don't really need one. Got lots of money. You love to tinker in cars. Dude. I do. Oh, you would I can't even tell you You're what I've been doing. Well, I, I was on the phone with you the one day last week when I was tinkering away. I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Had the uh it's working away. It's I, I do enjoy it. It's fun to tinker. Oh, yeah. You were working on the car, right? Yeah. I had to do some fluid changes on the vehicle and get underneath and do a little rooting around, you know? You're falling asleep. All right. Time for Astra. Somebody else is pissing around outside. Where well, do you live? It's Razor's neighborhood. Yeah. Probably you need some... Talking. Some security. Maybe it's like Jack, a- you did a great job with the NBA update as well. That was awesome. Thanks, Rhett. a boy, Jack. Love it. Bonton Meat Market. The original Bonton Meat Market opened its doors in 1921. All they've done since is provide the highest quality product and treat their customers like family. The best AAA Alberta beef, free-range poultry, grain-fed Alberta lamb, milk-fed veal, fresh Alberta pork. Once again, Bonton voted Calgary Consumer Choice Award winner for best deli meat market. No big deal. 28 Crowfoot Circle Northwest. You go in there and you talk You talk to Greg, Greg Keller, of course, and it's it's literally, oh, hey, Greg. I don't know how he gets work done. Just listen. Uh, you As great as Greg is, you don't have to have Greg because all the people at Bonton are wonderful. It's they really family. are. They're a family, and they yep. can all treat you great. 
treats his staff great, treats his customers great. But yeah, it's always, you know, it's like you, so popular. You go out and you try and do different things, get things accomplished, but everybody wants a piece of your time. Well, you they just saw wanna... Rose Hill today. He could hardly talk. He was yeah. so... He was good, eh? Yeah. If he didn't talk about the Leafs, yeah, I would was... take it, because I like Alberga. Alberga's very good, and he's great. But they talk about the Leafs a lot. I guess it's a Leafs show. Bummer that way. Poor guy. Yeah. Anyway, so Bonton Meat Market presents Ask Rhett. Let's see what we got in the old Ask well, Rhett. First of all, I got to say, get a meat pie, because I had a deconstructed meat pie the other day. Mm -mm. What the hell is that? Thank you. It's a bowl of mush. Like on purpose, deconstructed yeah, meat pie? Trying to be fancy. Oh. I've asked you this before. Shepherd's pie or uh, uh, the other Shepherd one? Pot pie? Yeah. Shepherd's pie. But I think I can do both and at the same sitting. Okay. So you're not going to make one feel bad. Today I would have a chicken pot pie. Chicken pot pie. But that's one of my, the shoveler's great uh, annoyances with me is that I can't plan ahead for the meal until the day of right. or a few hours before because mm -hmm. what if I don't feel like that? Mm -hmm. What should we have for dinner? I don't know. It's not dinner time. Yeah. How am I going to know what I want to eat? Tacos is on. No, no, there's no menu. What, what are you, I don't feel like tacos. We're not making tacos. Yeah. You like it. What? Is there such a thing as a scotch pie? There is. What the hell is that? Oh, no, I'm thinking of a scotch egg. That's with the meat around the outside of the egg. Yeah. So the, like the chicken pot pie, obviously it's a oh. pie. I guess is shell. Is a scotch no. pie. Anyway. All right. Uh, questions here for ask. Oh, Greg. Mark Will just text me. Did he? I know. I, I must, I may need his new number. I sent him, I've sent him a couple messages and it's been crickets or he just doesn't. Oh, he hates could, you. Could be that too. Um, Cause shepherd's pie just has the mashed on top instead of the uh, crust. Yep. No puff pastry. Yeah. Delicious. Do you have a Hey, Rhett. There is a scotch pie. I was going to say, so what is a scotch pie? I it's a mince pie. I'm sure it would be, yeah, it, it, lamb or beef inside of a uh, kind of a pie crust, do you think? <laughs> you know what I've never I'm understood? Very okay. similar to chicken pie. What I've never understood is mincemeat. Because around Christmas... But I think over in Europe, they call minces just ground beef. But you would have mincemeat tarts for oh, dessert. Yeah, gross. And it's... Why would... Mincemeat? Mince and it's meat, not yeah. meat. It's, it's... I don't even know what the chutney. hell... It's like a chutney. <laughs> what Chutney's a... gross. Chut... Ugh. Really? Don't be, don't be eating no... Chutney, I'll tell you that. Mincemeat pie. Oh, this is fun. not a question that was sent in. This is not Boomer Ask Rhett. Well, you know what? It's one of the perks of hosting this thing is I get to ask my own questions. <laughs> my chair is falling apart and I'm going to fall off. I know you are. So far, and I can't read this shit. Ingredients. I didn't know that half my face was paralyzed either when I smile. That's probably not a good thing. No. No. So mincemeat. Granny Smith apples, apple cider, candied red cherries, brown yeah. sugar, apricots, 
cherries, cranberries, carrots, dried figs, orange zest, orange juice, raisins, golden raisins, a quarter cup of schmaltz. We've just schmaltz raisins. Um, allspice, cinnamon. Uh, what I'm saying is, it's a little. Uh, and allspice is also it's, disgusting. It's friggin' confusing. Oh, do you want some mincemeat pie? Uh, I don't know. There's no meat in there. We're going to have some mincemeat tarts for dessert. What? <laughs> mincemeat? You feel free. I'll pour a drink and have that. How's yeah, it? you go ahead. Eat your minced meat. I'm going to have a whiskey. Don't be fake. Mincemeat, please. Hey, Rhett. This is from Zach. Zach, uh, I'll be in Ottawa, then Montreal to take in the Flames game this coming week. I have two questions. One, is there any must-sees or do's in either city? And number two, is it okay to pregame both games in full Flames garb, letting them know where you're from and cheering for? Or may that result in a kerfuffle in either city? I don't Thanks, think from Zach. Where are you from? You're from out west. You go kerfuffle all you want with those Easterners. Show them who's boss. Yeah, they don't know how to kerfuffle out there. Talk down to you, but they yeah. won't kerfuffle with you. So, what did he did he say? Ottawa? Where was he going? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, Ottawa, Ottawa, Montreal. Oh God! I mean, are you going alone? Like, what are you talking about? This is kind of one of those. I'm going to Vegas. What should I do? Well, about? Ottawa's the shits, right? Well, what was that bar I used to go to in Ottawa? The Bear Facts. Yeah. Okay. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Great insight. But Montreal. Yeah, walk St. Catharines and have a hell of a time. Yeah, have a hell of a time up there. Just have a hell of a time. Call Lombo while you're there. And he Denny Goche. Is Denny out there? What's Denny's Denny doing out there? Denny's kicking ass. His kid's a player, isn't he? Yeah, it could be. This one is from Paul. Hey, Retro. My girlfriend just broke her pelvis in three places after getting thrown off a horse. What's the worst injury you've ever had? When I fell off the, the, uh, when I fell on the curb riding my kid's hoverboard. Right. Yeah. God. So the you horse, were on, so they can F you up. You were on the hoverboard and then it went out from underneath you. And as you fell down, you took the curb on your short I reached ribs. out with my bad arm and my bad arm won't brace yeah. very well. And the bad arm gave out. So my head and my ribs took the impact. Yeah. Head's okay, but the ribs were a son of a... Took a, yeah, son of a gun. I don't understand how athletes can play with ribs, broken ribs or whatever. Like quarterbacks will have broken ribs. They have to be absolutely like some horse tranquilizer tetanus shot bullshit. Because when I had... When I cracked my... I couldn't do a, anything. No, you don't throw a little A535 on it. No. I felt a sneeze coming on and I'd break into tears like, oh God, no. <laughs> how are you? How are you? And I, I felt quarterbacks the one day. It was the worst thing in the world. Oh God. Uh, people are asking in the chat. Can we ask Rhett questions on here? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know if I'm going to be able to read it though with my eyeballs. All right. So there you go, Paul. That's uh, his worst injury. Broke her pelvis in three places after getting thrown off a horse. Now, what do you do? Because you're pretty much effed once you've broken your pelvis, right? I think you're on your, yeah, you, 
Like, do they put you, do you get your torso in a cast or how does, or are you in traction in a bed? How does that work? I've not done it and I don't want to. I wasn't sure where the question was going because when I saw, hey, my girlfriend broke her pelvis, I was like, all right, settle down, lover boy. But uh, didn't really go that way. We lost Dean? Well, this show now, Rhett. Huh? (laughs) It's your show now. Can you see questions on the text line? (laughs) Ask me a question. Here's one. Would you send your son? Oh, Boomer's back. Sorry, guys. I hit the wrong button there. I was trying to go back to the emails and I uh, kicked myself out of the thing. Go ahead there, uh, uh, Jack Attack. Rhett, would you send your son to the WHL or the USHL? This has been a hot topic. First of all, your kid's got to be good enough to do to do it. So I don't think I get to send him anywhere. He's let's do have... well, Hey, the world's our oyster. Where yeah. are we going, son? Yeah, wow, well, let's negotiate. You're so good. <laughs> Feel like uh, it's going to come down to his ability and nothing that I have. I'll let's say assume, this. Let's assume that the, you are talking about a kid that both has all. Are, both are great products. I do think you have a bit of a longer runway with the American system. Now, the reason for that is you can go play USHL and then college hockey, which for some reason may be unjustified, but for some reason college hockey is considered way better than the hockey that's played at the CIS. Is it, do they call it CIS or what do they call it now? It's not CIS, but yeah, Canadian university. Yeah. The university, I forget what they call it now. Anyway, it is looked at as a higher level. So I think you have a little bit of a longer runway to prove yourself. If you're real good, the WHL is great and let's go blades. Blades are rolling. Mm Mm-hmm. There, there's, I, there's benefits to both, and there's the other part. If what's the schooling, right? If if you're, yeah, I'm unconcerned with that. <laughs> what? Because not everybody is going to be an NHL player. It's uh, if you are going for schooling, then what are the, you know, do you get one year of college for every year of, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of people who are very anti-Western League. Western League plays more games. There's travel in the U.S. We're college. Seventy as fourteen-year-olds. Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to go to Prince George or Boston? Again, I think sometimes your kid decides, not you. Yeah, sometimes your kid does well, decide. And quite often, actually, probably along with most things in life. Well, he's going to be a chiropractor. Well, I'm not going to be a chiropractor. Well, he's going to be a lawyer. Sorry, no. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't think you get to tell your kid what they're going to do. As much as we'd like. Yeah, my kid right now is, he's doing a really good job of shaving opportunities off good. for his future. Every test and report card that comes back, it's like, okay, well, astronaut, doctor, <laughs> brain surgeon, you know, just we're, we're going down the list. Uh, hey, Rhett, my girlfriend likes to drink coffee in the morning but not hot coffee oh so every night she she brews a pot of coffee and then puts it into the fridge to drink it cold the next morning a la iced coffee Mm -mm. acceptable or do i need to run away you're out really send a picture gonna have to evaluate the pros and cons of this setup that you got going but (laughs) 
on first sight, like for just hearing your question, I would say you got to leave, man, or kick her out. Cold coffee in the morning. It's minus 40 out. What are you talking about? Come on. I know one person. There was one person I knew. And where do you, where do you go? What happens? Oh, I got a, I got a trickle down my nose. I got a runny nose. You got some problem with your snooter? Yeah. You got it's a leaky leak. snooter? It's leaking. Uh, it was, uh, he used to do the play-by-play for the Oilers on Sportsnet. Kevin Quinn. Remember Kevin? Kevin Quinn, yeah. Kevin Quinn, overtime winner. That was one of his things, as I recall. He would drink coffee, but he wanted, he didn't like hot coffee. He'd have cold coffee in the morning. Oh, no, after lunch, cold coffee's fine, but you can't have cold coffee getting into a cold car in Alberta at 7 a.m. going to work. Yeah, I feel... You're missing out on one of the finer things in life. It feels like a seasonal thing to me. Because I do like having co- hot coffee, hot in the in the wintertime. It's, it's a nice thing. But morning, I get sometimes. Hot coffee in the morning. Come on. But if it's smoking hot sometimes, you're not going to want to drink it. Notice how far I've fallen. i got to get up. Okay, so. He's getting up. There's some rustling, some rummaging around. Looks pretty good. There's the beanbag chair on grandma's antique chair. I feel like you're not, are you far enough back into that chair? It feels like you're kind of sitting on the front. This is great now. Your butt butt cheeks are only getting about half of the uh, the chair there. Hmm. What's next? Could do this all day. Yeah, I know you could. Uh, my girlfriend broke her pelvis. Yeah, got that one. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't want to gong it again. Hey, Rhett, this is from Earl. Hello, Earl. Earl. Earl wants to know, why is that Crown Royal still sealed on your shelf? That's a collector's. That's the show mm-hmm. crown. I don't drink. I don't drink before I coach, and I don't drink. Well, I do drink when I'm on the show. Yeah, you do. I guess I could open it. I don't know if we're allowed to, though. We probably shouldn't, because we appreciate Crown Royal, and Crown Royal is for the generous people out there. It's it's a special thing, Crown Royal. It's for special times. This doesn't feel like one of those special times, but I'm sure we'll have one. Uh, what else has been going on in the uh, the chat here? Uh, so I go to the U.S. Retro. Is it a soup day? And if so. What kind of soup? I had a chicken vegetable soup already today, folks. It was wonderful. It's soup season. I'm a I'm turning into a, a old grandma y type of person where once fall hits, I think soup every day is a not a necessity, but a uh, it's kind of like a hot cup of coffee in the morning. It is just a wonderful thing to have around. Make a pot of soup. Have it in the hot, in the slow cooker or something. Just stay warm all day. Take a scoop. Mm-mm. Does the body good. Oh, God. I remember there was a place in Winnipeg. And I never lived in Winnipeg. Oh, so you lived in Winnipeg. I never lived in Winnipeg. Winnipeg. But there was a place and their lunch, that it was a soup buffet. And they had buns and different things that were, were part of it. Your buns and butter and different kind of. But they'd have about five or six or eight different types of soups. Some creams, some bisques, some clear brothed soups oh for because f- you know what it's like sometimes oh what do you got for soup well we've got french onion and we got chicken noodle and then we got uh broccoli cheddar and we got some 
that all sounds so good. So then you go to this place. Oh my god. It broke. <laughs> Professional operation over here. Yeah, it's good. Look- what? It looks good. <laughs> We've talked about it. We should open up a soup and sandwich joint. Mm. I, along with my chicken vegetable, I had another turkey club triple decker and damn, damn fine sandwich. We have had this conversation before and there's one short grumpy guy that we both used to work with. He disagrees vehemently, but I have always said that a sandwich is always better when someone else makes it for you. It's the anticipation of the sandwich. You don't know, but, and then when someone drops that sandwich off, it's great. And Walker always said, no, it's, I don't want anybody making my sandwich. I want to make my own sandwich because then I know how it's being made and then I'm more excited for it and it's going to be better. He's an idiot. I disagree. I love it. When that shows up, the soup and sandwich, oh, this is going to be so good. That lettuce, it's all crispy. and mm. Rhett, this is from uh, Hot Poop. Rhett, what is thoughts on split pea soup? It gives you a hot... <laughs> Is this a I friggin- love split pea. Split pea and ham. Chris is this Dr. Ha- Seuss? The the shovelers. Hot poop, hot poop. The shovelers on split pea makes soup. split okay. pea soup. And it is phenomenal. Now, are you starting with ham? Yes. Ham bone is your base the there? Ham bone, yep. Absolutely. Split pea and ham. Love it. Can't say I'm a fan. It's great going in. What's it? Uh, hmm. We done? Hmm? We got more questions. Jack, do you have any? Uh, Come on, Jack. Any soup questions for? Uh, um, I can't. We're not asking. There's no Huberto questions. That's... Rhett, do you have a funny Hashik story? Uh, we beat Toronto in the '99 semifinals, busing home back to Buffalo afterwards. Stop at secure the border security. Stop at the border. Border guard comes on. Huge Sabres fan. The boys are hammed up and shotgun and booze. He comes on. He's high fiving everyone, and Hashik tackles him and pours beer all over. <laughs> Too far. Oh, was it? So not that big of a fan. <sighs> Pretty big fan. Just not that big of a fan. Too far. So what are the repercussions for tackling a border guard? <laughs> he was good about it. I'll give yeah. him that. But he was a little bit stressed out and upset. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, yeah. See, that that doesn't seem like Dom. He had to have been well into it. Mm, he was into it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, those guys... Some of those guys, eh? That's that's their thing. Hardest working goal. Well, Har- Kipper was a hell of a worker too. Yeah, yeah. Dom was next level hard worker and crazy. Okay, the questions are coming in as we speak. Let's here. go. Let's do it. I got nowhere to be. Um. Okay, this is from. I'm not sure what he's talking about here. Oh, I, okay. It, it's a. Uh, that sounds great. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear that. 
still here. Yeah. There you go. So did it break? Like the base broke off of it, or it's just not? Yeah, the base. Up? Yeah. It, yeah. No. Tapped out. This is from Glenn. Chili debate is the uh, is the title or the subject okay. line of the email. Yeah. Shoot. What should the ratio be between meat and beans? I say 60-40 meat to beans. Wife says 10 to 90 meat to beans. You, your wife's nutso. What the hell? I would say. That ain't chili. No. Not even close. 60-40 at bare minimum. That's like serial killer chili with 90% beans. Is she a vegan? I don't know. What do you got to... Yeah, you just stick to your 60-40 and don't drop below. Spencer. Hey, Rhett. How do you think your old team, the Saskatoon Blades, are looking this year? They look real good. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. What? Uh, what's their... What's their record? Uh, I forget. I think they got like a couple losses. Like they're yeah. top of the table. Some wins and some losses? No, they're top of the table, Dean. Hoop and this diamond? This is their year. This is really? I had no idea. We got to check in with all with our buddy Wacy Rabbit. Yep. It's a, they're, they're playing good hockey out there. I've said, I'll say this till the day I die. I saw a random photo on the internet the other day again. Just a game, just a game shot, Saskatoon. Their jerseys are phenomenal. They got away from those when you were playing there. They had the skate bridge thing, and they went to the kind of the St. Louis colors with the red in there. I get you. Everyone wants to try and change things, but then when they went back to those, so good. I should feel... follow them. Let's huh? Stats. Let's see. Uh, beans yeah, and chili is not playing well. Sadorov. Are you all right with uh, beans though and chili? Because some people yeah. don't like things. I don't like, listen, I'll eat any kind of bean. I don't love the kidney bean. I can do without the kidney bean and the chili if you yeah. want it. Okay, whatever. But I don't want a high ratio of kidney bean. Like, uh-uh. Yeah. Too much. So. Well, I showed you what I was making it that day. I think it's Heinz has kind of like a chili bean thing. Yeah. And it's got two or three different kinds of beans, and it's already kind of got a chili flavor to it. It's kind of cheating. And if you're a big chili purist and you got to boil your own friggin' beans or whatever, then go ahead. But uh, but I like it because it's not you're not being overwhelmed by one type of bean. Because yeah, the kidney beans, you got all those big friggin' red beans in there. It's like enough already, kidney beans. Just slow down. Yeah. Tap you don't need to take over. Tap the brakes, kidney beans. Um, what about mushrooms? Again, I like mushrooms. I, I, I'm cool with mushrooms, but I'm not picky about it because the mushrooms, you're not tasting the mushroom. It's chili. Yeah. It's a texture thing. I feel chili is one of those things. There's a broad, like there's kind of a, here's where you start. It's meat. If you want to use turkey or whatever. Okay. But it's meat and the tomato thing. And from there, do whatever you want. You like beans. You don't want beans. Don't freaking put beans in it. You want corn? Corn. Go ahead. Throw corn in there. Brother Trevor has to have corn in his chili. He loves Is that corn. right, Trevor? Big fan of the corn. Yeah. And the... only the baked beans and that, like the Heinz, the cans, yeah, yeah. Or the no kidney beans, none of that bullshit. He wants those Just beans regular the corn. We, we get asked this a lot over the years. Pineapple. I've done it. 
I've done it. It's yeah. not a regular thing. I don't do it often, but once in a while, I'll switch it up. Yeah, I, I don't, don't dislike uh, it. Yeah, it's the same with a pizza. I'm not ordering Hawaiian, but when I have a piece, it's fine. All right. uh, what about you? Know what it do? is? My message is: don't let people push you around when it comes to your chili. You own your chili. The way you like it is just fine. Don't let the chili police come in there and start bossing you around. All these highfalutin chili people. I'm going to say that's it, Rhett. That's uh, that's Ask talk. Rhett for Bonton Meat Market. Go in and say hi to Greg Keller. Talk to him. Okay, it's November. Ask Greg's chili recipe. Yeah, ask Greg about his chili. Probably some some whiskey or something poured in there at some point. He'd he'd have a. I bet you he'd have an awesome chili recipe. That's an idea. Maybe I'll pour yeah. some booze in there somewhere. <laughs> For us, yeah. Some of that bourbon. It's kind of got that sweet element to it. Now we're talking. Bonton Meat Market, 28 Crowfoot Circle in the Northwest. Bontonmeatmarket.com. Get thinking about it. Need to stock up your deep freeze for the long winter ahead. Get after it. Bonton Meat Market, the best. A uh, little DoorDash for you. Let's do a little what's on the menu with DoorDash, restaurants, grocery, pharmacies, bakeries, flower shops, and more. Ordering's easy. You get the DoorDash app. Choose what you want from where you want it, and your items will be left safely outside your door. And for the, I mean, for the limited time only, our listeners get twenty five percent off and zero delivery fees on their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code Nation twenty five Nation two five. Uh huh. And you get that twenty five percent off. How about it? There you see it. Uh, it's I mean it's Thursday night football. What's on the menu for DoorDash? It's Thursday night football. I think you start there. There's eleven games in the NHL, and if you're a fan of one of those other teams, Flames are off until tomorrow. I got it. You watch the football, and then it's can't miss Oilers loss versus the Sharks. That was going to yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Because that'll be an eight or eight thirty start. Let me take a look. See, I Probably think it's an eight. Out west, you could start with a hockey game, then go football, and then back to the Oilers. Oh, it's eight thirty, Rhett. For you to for this guaranteed loss night for the Oilers, you got to. That's ten thirty Eastern. Gonna have that in you. Boys don't have school tomorrow. I can sleep in. Nice. Nation twenty five. <laughs> Nation twenty five is the promo code. That's a limited time only on your first order with DoorDash. Offer valid in Canada only. Subject to change. Terms apply. DoorDash. Dash that for the win. Yeah, I don't know. There's apparently coming up. The primetime football games are hot messes starting with this one tonight. They have an opportunity to flex some games and they haven't been flexing them. I think there's some Broncos coming up and Jets. It's just a lot of potentially bad football coming up but they know we're going to watch it anyway i'm going to tune in so it doesn't matter oh so what, are, what are you not going to watch what are you going to watch uh cheers or seinfeld like you're not gonna you're going to watch a football game that's what's going to happen um so let's take a look at our thing let's take a look at our betway bets for tonight keeping in mind uh, the DoorDash. So that's your DoorDash, obviously, what's on the menu. I'm going to go with the Thursday night football game for Betway. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Get the Betway app on your phone. Play along. Find the spot. You know, find your sweet spots. I kind of looked. It was, I was kind of running to get these in at the end. It's the Bears covered last week. 
they're going to cover again at home. Bajant, just playing just good, just enough, just good enough. I don't think Carolina's very good at all. They got a win. Who cares? Enjoy your one win, you losers. Bears, minus three and a half. Look, the odds are not great. Minus 170. But, hey, what other team am I going to go with other than the Bears, being a Bears guy? Huge Bears honk. And same game, Chuba Hubbard. Sherwood Park. Over 41 and a half rushing yards. It was Miles Sanders there to start the year, but then that kind of went sideways. I believe he got injured. And then Chuba Hubbard's kind of been the guy. I think he's going to top 41 and a half. Take the over. Minus 110 for your Thursday night football game between Carolina and Chicago for my Betway bets of the day. We played Hubbard in high school, and I think he ran for 500 yards and 10 touchdowns. <laughs> okay, so to give us who are we and tell me more. Like I, it was, I think it was our spring league. So it was like the, we were the Colts and this was grade 11 and he was from Edmonton. So we traveled out there for a game and they, they just killed us. Like he was unstoppable. Yeah, he would be. I've got a lot Great. of guys that are NFL running backs. were probably decent in, in high school. Imagine like, imagine Derek Henry in high school. If, if he was playing running back, because he could probably play whatever position he wanted to be so friggin' big. But they can't stop him once he gets moving in the NFL. What's what's Jack Haverstock going to do when, when Derrick Henry's running downhill on him? Jack had stepped into <laughs> Good luck. Uh, well, that's the show. Got one last read that we'll get in here um, before we go. So the kids are off school tomorrow. I get the feeling you don't have a lot going on today. A couple practices. Yeah. You getting tired of kid hockey yet? I'm done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Second week of November. Mm-hmm. It's about the time when you start looking at your life and saying, what am I doing? Yeah. Why? What? What? What is happening? He's going to play WHL. He's probably going to play house league. That's. <laughs> I've said it to you before, and it's not that my 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 experience was. So, well, we've got to find the skates. Well, what uh, what spring hockey's going into? Well, is he going to go to this tournament? Well, what are you doing for the uh, summer? Are you doing the power skating? Well, what about uh, the off ice stuff? Are you doing some dry land training or whatever? Kid hits grade twelve, so sets the bag in the basement. It's like, yeah, I don't I don't think I'm playing this year. We had a kid, and that then it's just this done. year. <laughs> Last week, yeah. Our best forward. I'm oh. done. I'm going to play high school. I was going to hang out with my buddies and play high school. Yeah, I kind of think maybe play some ba- some baseball or yeah. volleyball, high school okay. sports. I'm not sure. You mean you don't want to spend every waking moment worrying about getting better at hockey? What's wrong with you? What kind of, uh, what kind of, are, is it using a half inch on the skate sharpening? Like, what are you using for your kid? Because I think it's the edges. You know, his edges look so good. Yeah, I just want to, I got a girlfriend, dad. I don't want to play hockey. No, I can't. Hey, maybe that's why my kid isn't Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard. All right. This episode of Barnburner is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash flamesnation and get on your way to being your best self. The brain can, uh, the brain can fool you. 
sometimes it, it feels you, you ask which team are you on are you with me or are you against me and sometimes it feels like that that brain is against you and it can also be against you once you make even you make the decision you know i'm going to get some help because i don't feel good about it i don't feel good with things and i know things can be better so i want to get some help uh, you're not going to fool your brain oh you're too busy you don't have time to do it enter better help it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule you'll be able to make this thing work you're going to have just you find that pocket of time it's it, it's designed to be as effective, more effective even, but it's going to be, you're going to be able to fit this in and have it work for you. You fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge in case the fit isn't a great one. Therapy helps you to identify what your challenges are and then start building strategies and coping skills to become the best version of yourself. You'll be able to see those issues before they happen as they arrive, and then deal with them accordingly. Make your brain your friend. With BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com slash flamesnation today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash flamesnation. We encourage you to give it a shot. That's, uh, again, 10% off your first month. If you are out there and you, because this is, you, we are entering that time of year. It gets cold. A lot of things get more challenging and difficult. You get around the holidays. And for a lot of time, for a lot of people, the holidays are a great time of year and it's a reason to celebrate. That's not everybody's story. And then you get into the dog days of January, February. So again, if there's, if, if this sounds like something that, that might be a good fit for you, then by all means, check it out online, betterhelp.com slash flames nation to get that 10% off. Tomorrow is a game day for the Calgary flames. We will have Darren Dreger join us. We'll see if the Flames have been. I might be on my goalie. phone. What are you doing? Where are you going? I don't know if I got to go to Rochester's or St. Catharines. Hmm. Is the shoveler going to the other or what's yeah. What's better? Where would you, if you had your druthers? <sighs> Canadian dollar. Canadian dollar. I'll go, I'll go north up to yeah. St. Catharines. St. Catharines. How close is that to the hammer? It's between Buffalo and the Hammer. It's got it right as soon as you cross the border. Yeah. St. Catharines. Gotcha. You'd love it. I don't know that I would. No, nah, it's quite nice. What about Rochester? Fine country. What about what? What about Rochester? No, shithole. Really? Oh yeah. It's a shitty Buffalo. Is it? Cl <laughs> Is it closer? No, depending on the border. Don't yeah. have to stop at the border. Hour away. St. Catharines, half hour. 40. Do you uh, do you do any duty free? Can you I do don't. duty free? You can do duty free. Yes. There's like certain the things you should buy. Duty ketchup, shop. mayo. You shouldn't, or you should. you should. Chocolate. Get your chocolate in Canada. Okay. All your candies. Sweet and sour's. Yeah. You get them in Canada. What about? Uh... One of these guys. The yeah. It tastes, the it tastes the same, but it might be a, you know, is there some savings the there? I don't know about the cost. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I see Stacy's unhappy. Ugh. Sure. Ugh. So many ads. Love you boys though. Well, Stacy, I don't know if you've noticed. We don't take commercial breaks. 
remember on the when we were doing the other one we would talk for a little bit and then for eight nine minutes at a time we wouldn't be talking because there'd be commercials running and that would happen two to three times an hour so anyway yeah everyone's entitled their opinion Thanks for listening, Stacy. Dean's yeah. a dick. No, appreciate you. And I, because I, I, I just see it coming up. I just hope people can appreciate uh, that. That's that's what this is all. That's what this is all about. <laughs> see, you she's know. with you. Okay, fair. Got a. You want an argument? It wasn't an argument. Oh. It was just kind of. You know what it was? It was just uh, elaborating and explaining why a certain thing is the way it is. Providing further info. You're deep, really deep, and I'm starting to, to to fall off my chair again. So it's been Why great. Go buy tomorrow. a chair. I'm gonna buy a chair. I got that fancy gaming chair. Maybe I should go get. The... Okay, thanks for uh, being a part of it. We appreciate you. Support the sponsors. That's how this thing goes. Red, we, there's no chicken soup without the sponsors for Red. Red's not going to the chicken. You can't make up. chicken soup out of. Chicken salads. Can't do it. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Flames game day in, in uh, I almost said Detroit. They'll be in Toronto. We'll have Darren Dreger. And. Spoilers suck. Bye. See you, buddies.